Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't have like a starting bit. Robbie, you got anything funny you can kick us off with? No. Sorry. Oh, all right, that's fine. <laughs> I didn't plan any bits. Uh, we're, we're all very tired. So uh, as you guys know, I don't start the podcast yet. So it'll either be just um, really nothing, just completely dead, or something along the lines of welcome to Late to the Movies. My name's Ben Holden. This is a podcast where my friends and I get to fill in our movie blind spots. Each week, we'll pick a movie that either I or guests hadn't seen before and really should have by now this week. Continuing our current, now out of date, but whatever, um, roundup of some of the Best Picture nominees from the 95th Academy Awards. This week is Banshees of Inishirin. Your guests, left or right across your podcast now. We got Lindsay. Hi. Hi. We got Robbie. Hey. And Jordan. Hello. Hello. Um, it's been like so long since it's, it's someone's first time on the podcast. So welcome, Yay. Lindsay. Thank it's you. all the way from Texas just for this. So yep. I'm really <laughs> happy that you uh, you know, made a bit of a detour to to come to the podcast. I'm honored to be a guest. <laughs> and we're happy to have you. Um, before we can talk about the movie too much, normally this is where I would say have you guys seen anything good recently? And I don't know how good it was, but last night we all watched the Oscars. Um, this isn't coming out for another week, but um, hopefully people still care to hear, you know, the Oscars just happened uh, less than 24 hours ago for us. What'd you guys think? I had fun. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> I, I really liked it. I thought it was uh, a very like down to earth ceremony. I think like, People can't make the normal complaints of it was an elitist party. Like it was just like, these are the awards. Here's some clips. Maybe you want to go watch them now that you've seen the clips. Here's who won. Good. And then um, I just think there was a lot of really emotional awards and a lot of emotional speeches. And it wasn't the same tired old like, I don't know. Everything normally, I've only seen two Oscars. So please take it with a grain of salt. But like, it felt a lot more wooden last year. The acceptance speeches didn't have as much like, like everything felt like a tremendous, like the end of a movie victory compared to like a, Hey, thanks. This is my fifth award. I'm so proud of it. I don't know. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was more of a traditional feel on purpose because they were trying to go back to basics last year had, I was glad about that. Yeah, for sure. A weird mix of kind of boring winners with, also the sort of desperate seeming attempts at relevancy. Um, yeah, last year they were trying to target people who don't like movies for some reason. Uh, but this year they just, uh, you know, sort of gave into being about movies. Who knew? It seems to have worked better for them. Does everybody always thank their mom? I feel like that like extra people thanked their mom this year. It did seem to be a point of emphasis. Yeah. So I was thinking about that and I think it's because all the movies were about how we want our po- parents to apologize. And they were like, but, but, but not you, mom, I'm sorry. Don't, don't take this personally. <laughs> I, I didn't make a whole movie to dunk on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, not necessarily dunk on you, but like, just so everyone work some knows. stuff out for sure. <laughs> My mom is cool. I love her. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, turning red lost, but that's even that's maybe even more directly about that than everything everywhere all at once. But that's certainly a part of everything everywhere also. Yeah, turning red got so little attention. I I don't know. I really liked it. It's crazy for Pixar to just kind of like. Yeah, I was surprised. Yeah. Yeah, it was up against the the behemoth though of uh, Guillermo del Toro backed stop motion. Is that animation his first... isn't a genre? It's a whole art form. Campaigning, you know. Is this his first like animated thing? No. Um, no, he's, he's, he's really into animation. 
I don't think I don't know if he has a feature before okay. that's won an Oscar though. Hmm. But I wasn't I wasn't prepared for that, that particular bit of trivia. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you don't know movies. We figured it out. <laughs> I guess not. Um, so I don't know if we realized, but it, it was obviously uh, a, a crazy night for a lot of records to be broken. Um, oh. We haven't had. Uh, I guess it's the closest thing to a sweep that we've had in a while. Everything, everywhere, all at once could have won ten awards. It won seven. But it won all the big ones that it was up for, and um, not a, not a big five winner because it didn't even compete in best actor. But it did win five above the line, so that's director, picture, and acting. It won five above the line categories. It's the first movie to ever do that in ninety five years of Academy Awards. A twenty four, who is the distributor of. Banji of not Banji of uh, everything everywhere all at once and the whale. Um, so they won all of the above the line categories. They're the first studio to ever win all four acting awards. Wow. Um, so yeah, it's a big night uh, put together a 24 and Netflix won 15 of the 24 categories. Uh, bad night for traditional studios, unless you're uh, Warner brothers, you got a, <laughs> Long commercial right in the middle of the program. <laughs> or Disney, who got to air a Little Mermaid trailer right in the middle of the program. Thank these movies for getting us back into theaters. We didn't like them, but Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for a while there, there was a definite, definite fear on my part that there was um, every, uh, everything all... At, uh, it's too, everything everywhere all at once and all quiet on the western front won a lot of awards so it's hard yeah. to sort of separate those but um all quiet on the western front in the middle part of the show when they were doing all the technical oh categories was just rolling we were hearing those three droning tones over boom, and over boom, boom. over <laughs> and over again and um, yeah, just my mild mannered German after German, just giving accepted speeches. And yeah, we were kind of, yeah, I don't know, on life support there for a bit in the middle of the show, I felt yeah. like. Well, it was bad for me because my ballot was really not doing well at the beginning. It wasn't until the yeah. very end that I actually earned a few points that put me above Renly's ballot. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, Greg and Ray, they they had, I guess you referred to it as random sampling in the yes, form yeah, of... essentially uh, random sampling ballot. I was behind yeah. for... <laughs> Their daughter, who saw on zero of these movies besides the animateds, um, filled out a ballot and didn't get a zero. <laughs> four, four out of the six. Or yeah. four, four out of the whatever. I got six, so... Yeah, you got six, so you you just edged out random. <laughs> just edged out random sampling, so that's yeah. good. Sorry, you'll watch more next year and get up to double her score. <laughs> no, well, I mean, this year but I didn't. So I didn't. She'll watch more next year, too, maybe. That'll be the problem. I, didn't, I didn't try to win this year, either. I didn't have a feeling I could. And, um, like, I put Fablements for Best Picture. I, that was my favorite, yeah. but they weren't going to win Best Picture. Yeah, I like I voting with your heart, also. It was fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, overall interesting wins. It's, uh, weird to live in a world now where Daniels have as many Oscars as Steven Spielberg. They're tied with three. Um, so, you know, I liked them. I did too. When they gave their acceptance speeches, I really liked all the things that they said. It's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's transition into (laughs) the movie we are talking about this week. Uh, Banshees of Inishirin. Um Before, I, I guess we usually say like 
you know, just general first time being on the podcast stuff. Do you watch a lot of movies? Um, I, well, I always go, you know, make a push for the Oscars because we've been doing that for 10 years. But, um, in general, I would have said not really, but for the past, like, nine months I've been dating someone who watches a lot of movies. And so I've been watching a lot. Yeah, of that'll movies. do it. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the big difference for me this year is I'm seeing a lot in theaters. Like I haven't done that in a really long time, but I have a Alamo draft house pass. And so, Dope. yeah, I go a lot now. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen anyone thrown out for like being on their phone or whatever? No, I haven't. No. I haven't, one, but I watched that or listened to that fun voicemail recording. Do yep. you know that is their like thing? Mm-hmm. Your little crappy ass theater kind of why they got that uh, motto. Somebody f- got kicked out. was really mad about it and left a funny voicemail. That's good. You should look up. <laughs> <laughs> the only vegetarian thing I can eat there, though, is the buffalo cauliflower. And I'm getting kind of sick of it. So. Uh, <laughs> is there popcorn not vegetarian? Oh, I can eat the popcorn, but I mean like a meal. Yeah, you oh, want to eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Their thing is like food and yeah. stuff. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Do they have pickles? Uh, not the same way that AMC does mm. in Texas. <laughs> oh, okay. I read about this on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was going to move on to what <laughs> you guys talking about. <laughs> you no. don't know? They have, oh, you guys tell it. I didn't know it. Jordan asked me about it. Pickles are a thing that they serve like in movie theaters at Texas. Like they do really like, like yeah. popcorn here ish. Yeah. It, it's like a super like what I read on Reddit. People were surprised if in Texas that other movie theaters didn't do it. It was like a, okay. you go to the movies and you get popcorn. They're like, you go to the movies, you get a pickle and I guess popcorn <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. Is it like sliced? It's, is it it's, fried pickles, Have you seen those or? big bag of like, it's like a giant, it's like a cucumber in a bag? Yeah. I think it was that, if I remember yeah. correctly. I think, yeah, I think it's yeah. like a whole. It's like a it's whole like, like yeah. yeah. It's like a little cute, little cucumber, but yeah. pickled. Yeah. <laughs> said a pickle. he, he gets, he gets pickles. <laughs> but it's not slices. It's just yeah. like a full like. It's a yeah. full like spear. Full yeah. yeah. Pickle. Yeah. It's a pickle. It's a pickle. <laughs> it's a cucumber and vinegar. <laughs> I know. I'm back to describing pickles. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, Robbie, was you never wild? What? I'm transitioning. Was I never wild? <laughs> You're kind of doing the responding line. Oh, oh, from Banshees. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. Was what the... I never wild? <laughs> Feck. Oh, I would not have remembered that as a line for some reason. Yeah, it's a great line. That whole scene's amazing. You didn't say it in an Irish accent. Maybe that's what yeah. got me. What did he mean by that? Well, that was her question. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, it's just yeah. Dominic. I think it I was, found it, that like, so weird. What, was was your, I like, ever did, wild? Did you have a did you have a party? Like, yeah, were, you, were you ever you know, like fancy free and stuff? Were you were you ever fun? It might be an insult too. He might have asked her if she was ever fun, and she's like, "Are you asking me if I've ever been fun?" Like, of course. So I, I don't I don't know though. Yeah, but it I think could, coming from him, it has a creepy edge. Yeah. Gotcha. Just because. Yeah. Just okay. yeah yep, yep. Yep. That's how she takes it, at least. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> He was asking Very if indignant. she was ever on Girls Gone Wild. Right. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, that must be it. <laughs> That's not how I heard it, but I'm like, yeah. this is the early 1900s, isn't it? Or something? Or ish? Yeah. yeah. When does it actually take place? Uh, 1920s. Okay. I think so. so Irish, Irish Civil, Civil War. War right? so. yeah. 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 
Um, which I thought was really interesting to see in the background of everything. Hold like, on. They, sorry. <laughs> we need a one minute plot summary before we can talk about the movie. <laughs> my, my attempted smoothly transitioning <laughs> weirdly kind of worked, but also kind of died in the room. Uh, who wants to give us a one minute plot summary of Not Banshees me. of Inishira? I could try, but it's... You can try. You've been the most recent to watch the full thing. Oh, that's that's a a good qualification. Okay. Are you going to time me? I am timing you. Are you going to tell me when? You'll stop when you hear the... (laughs) 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 Okay. So, uh, the movie takes place on a little island off the coast of Ireland with two friends, Calm and Padrick, and Colm decides that he doesn't want to be friends with Patrick anymore. And uh, Patrick lives with his sister and he's trying to figure out why Colm doesn't want to be his friend. And in order to insist that Colm doesn't want to be his friend, he keeps starts cutting his fingers off. He first threatens it and then he actually does. And then he throws all of his fingers at Patrick's door and Patrick's donkey eats it. 30 seconds. And chokes on it and dies. And Patrick all along had been very happy-go-lucky until Jenny dies. And then he gets very upset with Calm and threatens to burn his house down with him in it. And he does, but he doesn't stay in the house. And then they're going to feud until the end of time. 50 seconds. Good job. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yep. Um, Has this happened to any of you? Oh, all, all the time. I got a big jar of fingers in the closet. I mean, like, what do you do with them? Yeah, or, or I guess, I mean, a more real question is this, uh, maybe not to this extent, but like a real fear that I feel like a lot of people have is like, do all my friends not actually like me? That is really sad, huh? Yeah. Oh my That's goodness. Sad. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what a terrible thing, like, to just be concerned that your friend... Well, okay, here's the thing. I don't understand uh, Colm. The reason he gives is, like, he wants to, like, focus on the legacy he's leaving and make music, right? And I'm like, I don't... I just... Okay, well, that's the whole debate, right, for me anyway. Like, what about this is moral? Is he right to want to work on his legacy, or should he value friendship? But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't support Colm. I kind of come down on Siobhan's side. Like, you know, you're all fucking boring. And it's like, no one's going to care about your music either, dude. Like, just don't be an asshole. There was never a reason presented either why he couldn't do both. He said he listened to him talk for two hours, but that doesn't mean you have to go to, if you ever talk to me again, I'm going to cut my fingers off. He could say like, I can only see you twice a week. <laughs> there, 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 was, was there were steps to of, take. There was very many steps between, you know, where we ended up and where they started. Yeah. And it seems like Patrick's a farmer, but right. I don't know that Colm is doing yeah. too much. He has maybe like a wood workshop. He has all those like masks and like oh, clocks true. and stuff. Yeah. I mean, um, I, think I like that they never like say that. I don't care, but we're kind of talking about it. It just seems like he has like, a lot of time. <laughs> well, I, I think they all just have a lot of time. It seems like their main priority is like, if you have enough to eat, 
what yes. else do you need to do? Like, it's a small yeah. island. It's the early 20th century. Do you have an extra two pence for a beer at the pub? Like, that's yeah. the only place you're spending money. I, I don't even know what else you spend money on. Like, right. And even that seems to be more of a communal environment. Like, if Dominic's drinking, like, he doesn't have his own money. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like, for all we know, Colm doesn't work until it's harvest time, and then he does the harvest. That's enough to get his spending or whatever. Yes. Know. Yeah. There's. Yeah. Yeah. It is interesting though. Cause it's a snapshot of time. I, I wouldn't have considered like, it's a very small community on an Island in the, in the twenties. Like they definitely had different priorities and different, like, you know, money didn't mean this much. I don't know. It's just, it's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone walks everywhere. Yeah. Everyone's got fantastic sweaters walking up and down that path. I just mm, thought yeah. that was so wonderful. <laughs> it is nice. All the stone walls. Mm. Oh Yeah. Just beautiful in every direction. Where did they shoot that? Did they actually shoot it in Ireland? They did, I believe. Most of the buildings they built. Okay, um, but the landscapes mm-hmm. were Ireland. I believe so. Yeah, mm. it was really beautiful. Mm. Yeah, it definitely looked like Ireland. I mean, from the Very tourism ads I've seen, right. so yeah. <laughs> Very green. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. There's just straight up a. I mean, this is, you know, we can get into a, hopefully a deeper and maybe more nuanced reading, but a literal just like banshee. What a fun thing to put in your story. <laughs> the here's, woman? Yeah, here's a spooky old lady who's just going to hang out observing stuff and making what? weird, um, ominous comments. I can't imagine why people <laughs> duck behind buildings when she's coming. <laughs> she seems, I mean, she seems to be having a good time. <laughs> I didn't really understand her. I mean, other than her like be looking like a banshee and kind of behaving like a banshee. Like what <laughs> was her deal? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, and I think like a fun thing about most characters in this movie is you can sort of debate like, so what was actually going on with this person? True. Uh, were they just depressed or like, as Combs says, was he just trying to amuse himself? <laughs> Did he not actually care? He doesn't know either. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think like, and I just thought about this as you posed the question, but first thing that pops in my head is she's what his sister would have become if she stayed on the island Mm. is like one reason to put her in there because that's probably what her future would look like. You know, you don't really Mm -hmm. get a lot from her, but she definitely has that like, I know more than you kind of vibe and like isn't Mm -hmm. surprised by things going on. And like, that's the trajectory the sister was on. That's fair. I mean, she does straight up portend death. Right. She does. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that was clearly her stick. She just happened to leave it where Dominic would find. Like, that seems like... Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, it's the one of the, the last things that Siobhan does before she decides, I guess, to leave or whatever uh, is when she sees... Uh, I think it's Mrs. McCormick is, yeah. the, is the lady's actual name from Beautiful across... Spices. Yeah, from across the lake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And she's like beckoning her over before Dominic comes and like, you know, propositions her. Yeah. And, uh, and she's like, doesn't, you know, she, she doesn't allow herself to be beckoned by the actual banshee. All I could think of was like the scene from the office where she's like, I thought I was going to be fine to be back on the market. And then Kevin asked me out. Yeah, that, that yeah. seems amazing, but maybe maybe we should work up to that through the plot. Um, Colin Farrell stars in this movie. He was in a bunch of movies this year. 
Um, this is not exactly like his performance in the Batman under layers and layers of prosthetics playing the penguin. Um, but it's still good. I don't know what the butt was going to lead to there. Uh, Colin Farrell is great also in, in, uh, coconut is after Yang this year. Yeah. If you want, I can edit out the background noise either way. doesn't matter to me. Um, and yeah, I don't know if I had noticed quite how prodigious his eyebrow size was before this movie, but he does a lot. I don't even think I really noticed that. Does a lot of eyebrow work in this one. But anyway, he's amazing. And, uh, yeah. He kind of looked like Phil Dunphy from Modern Family of this. Oh, oh I see that. I don't know why that was going through my head the he whole time. He also has big eyebrows. And like he had that kind of like goofy, like happy-go-lucky personality. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, and, and yeah, I don't know if it's actually really that useful to us to go plot B by plot B, but just to kind of set it up at the beginning, He's just going about a morning normally. There's like a choir singing or whatever. There's literally, I know it because I just, I rewatched the first half. There's literally the first shot of him. There's a rainbow right in the background. And it's like basically like out of it, there might as well be birds like flying around his head and tweeting. Like, yeah. (laughs) So look at this happy guy. He's going to find his friend to go to the pub. What could possibly go wrong? (laughs) Yeah. And yeah. And the first sequence is the first morning that Colm has decided to begin his new life as someone who doesn't talk to Patrick. Uh, and yeah, that's, that's basically what happens. So, um, they're rowing. They're rowing. <laughs> I didn't think we were rowing. Yeah, it, uh, it seems <laughs> like it does, we're rowing. It does seem like we're rowing. <laughs> so, uh, written and directed by Martin McDonough. And one of the things I like about his writing is that, um, repetition, is, you know, people are repeating lines back and forth to each other a lot in this movie. And uh, I don't really have anything more to say about it other than I like that. I like it too. <laughs> it's A plus. <laughs> um, He's always been fucking dull. <laughs> yeah. And then that's the first time that Siobhan runs back to the pub and is, yeah, because that's what the second day or whatever where... That's uh, that's that's later. (laughs) Sorry. Way to go. (laughs) We're almost there. Yeah, that's a whole other day. Um, But yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's just cool. The whole thing takes place over what? The course of two weeks or so? Because they only go to church twice. Oh, yeah. I'm assuming. Okay. Right, right. There are two Sundays there. Yeah, Yeah, there's two Sundays. So it's anywhere from eight (laughs) to 14 days. (laughs) I guess it could technically go up to... And then I think it's a day beyond the last Sunday. Okay. Or so. Mm -hmm. Something like that. (laughs) Anyway. Um... So we're thinking this is a Thursday to two Mondays later movie, right? <laughs> Just to really zero in on it. I think so. Yeah, yeah. So like, <laughs> I want to every hour as we yeah. do this plot. <laughs> uh, clearly every day, Patrick's been going to Colm's door around two to call on him to go to the pub. Yep. And every day he's been going to the pub with him and making, in his mind, uh, aimless chat. Mm-hmm. Um. Not, not idle chat. Good normal chat. There's normal, normal chatting. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just good. It's it's hard to describe it and not just say, you guys should watch the movie if you haven't yet. <laughs> the performances are great. It's just, uh, you know, this first time when they're at the pub and 
he's like, maybe I should go back for him. And he does. And Brendan Gleeson slips out the back door when he's at the front. Mm-hmm. Then he's already at the pub when he gets back. And he's like, I'll take my pint outside if you don't go outside. Yeah, just yeah. abrupt. So abrupt. So abrupt. And he's like, it does seem like we're rowing. Yeah. <laughs> when, I, when I watched it for the second time, because I watched it for the first time back in October when it around when it came out. And then I watched it for the second time on the plane on the way here. Um, I was like, when I first saw Calm be so rude to him when he and I was like, how did I have a conflict about what I thought was right or wrong? Because he's being so mean. But then he like <laughs> dials it back. later and then it becomes a little bit more like you understand where he's coming from and i was like oh okay i understand what i why i was so like torn about this the the first day he's trying to go completely cold turkey and not even explaining really to patrick what's happening right which is so unfair what his original plan was was like all right i'm just gonna act like he doesn't exist anymore and this is gonna be fine yeah Well, you don't even have a phone and you're ghosted him (laughs) but then then yeah day two is the day where he like goes out to sit with him outside on their patio seating and um, is like a little nicer to him. It's like, I came on a little strong. Yeah. Which is the the first of many times that Patrick mistakes him being slightly nicer to him as the whole thing is off and we're right. cool again. Yeah. Um, and that's when Robbie, he tells Siobhan to meet him later for a sherry. <laughs> And then when she's coming down later, he's storming away. And then she runs in and says, you know, what's what's the deal with you and me fucking brother? <laughs> yeah. He's nice. He's just dull. <laughs> well, he's always been dull. Right. Well, she's like, well, but what's changed? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's a great scene. Carrie Condon playing Siobhan, um, his Patrick's sister. She's amazing in this movie. She's yeah. so good. She is good. I'm so bummed she didn't win. Yeah, I am too, because then I would have probably beaten Pat. But um, <laughs> that's what's important. That, but also for merit <laughs> reasons. <laughs> I mean, she's just the whole thing's on her shoulders. It's really the only person who gets out of this well is her for leaving mm. and just getting herself out of Inishiran. Um, and then, yeah, and it sucks and it's painful, obviously, but. Yeah. But this first scene where she and Gom were interacting is like he might be right that she kind of gets where he's coming from Mm -hmm. and she might be one of the only other people on the island that does get where he's coming from. Mm -hmm. And I feel like even more than the Mrs. McCormick, the actual Banshee, she sees herself going down the comb path at some point of just being like a miserable old bastard. Mm -hmm. And that's what she's avoiding when she gets out of Dodge. I also thought like calm making this decision to change something about his circumstances, like kind of prompted her to want to change something about her circumstances too. Mm. You know, like, Whoa, you can just decide to do something differently. Yeah. And, and for her, it, it has to be leaving. She even says in that early scene, you know, when he says like, Oh, I want this to like matter or whatever. Yeah. She's like, you live on a tiny Island off the coast of Ireland. Yeah. Nothing is going to happen. Yeah. What are you waiting for? Um, so yeah, she has to get out. Mm-hmm. She does. So it sucks for Badry though. Uh, yeah. We haven't mentioned Dominic yet. Oh He's already God. been introduced at some point here mm-hmm. with his stick. I love Dominic so much. Yeah. Uh, Barry Keoghan <laughs> as a 
customarily kind of squirrel energy sort of weirdo as he normally plays. Does he normally? I haven't seen him in anything else, I don't think. Yeah, anytime he shows up, you're like, ooh, something's going to be weird. Um, <laughs> he was in The Eternals, so he's in he's in the MCU, and um, as a superhero, no one else saw that, but oh. I did. I saw it. <laughs> and yeah, but you didn't remember him in it, right? Oh, no, no, no. I just, I didn't remember until you mentioned who he was. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, he was the... Uh, he was in love with the deaf girl. Yeah. Or he wasn't the deaf guy though. No, he, 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 he wasn't here. deaf. He wasn't deaf. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Um, he was the guy that could like control minds. I want to say, okay. He had like a creepy work camp in the jungle. Yeah. yeah, the yeah, yeah. was a weird movie. Yep. 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 But again, always creepy vibes. Um, he had a very small part in green Knight. He ties, uh, Dev Patel up and steals his shit. Uh, who among us though you know um <laughs> i don't know he's, he's been in a bunch of stuff killing a sacred deer was i guess the last time he worked with colin farrell um and as an irish guy he's talked about how cool it is to work with colin farrell oh. you know irish people sticking together and stuff um he's he's great in this though he's so good i'm so disappointed he didn't win supporting actor i mean like i get it that kit K, whatever his full name is. <laughs> yeah, Keith one, yeah. Yes. Uh, one and like, oh, he's just the sweetest guy. But like he's acting wise, guy. I think Barry deserved this supporting actor role. He was so good. Every line is hilarious and like just fire. I just, and like so heart wrenching, obviously, if we'll get to that. But like, oh my God, he's so good. Yeah, he was so much better. Oh. It's really tough. He's going to have other opportunities is probably what, you know, voters are thinking. Mm -hmm. Um, And they love a comeback story and and stuff. (laughs) I know. They love the story. I get it. I love the story, too. I'm just saying he was so good. He's so good. And I feel like it's it's tough, especially in this movie where the other guy nominated for Best Supporting Actress, Brendan Gleeson, has a lot of stillness to his performance Mm. um, that really in any role it's just really hard to not come across as sort of goofy when you're doing that much at all times. He's like shifting all the time and he's got like a million ticks. Mm. Oh yeah. And oh yeah, my God, yeah, he's kind of operating as the comic relief. Right. Um, but he can still come across so sincere and just yes. guileless. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, the ultimate, like, turn of the, the, you know, the ultimate twist of the knife for Patrick is when even Dominic's like, Ooh, you got to cool down, man. You're, you've gone over the line. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, well, even, even the town weirdo thinks I've gone too far. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's how Patrick gets fully jokerified. Um, reference to the fact that Barry Kogan played the Joker this year too, in the Batman. Oh, where Colin Farrell also played a villain. Who knows? Um, <laughs> weird. Hollywood's weird. <laughs> but yeah, they steal that hooch, I guess, from his dad, uh, oh, yeah. making it one of the only I think it's one. There can't be that many Best Picture nominees that had full frontal male nudity, right? I don't think oh, yeah, so. That was aggressive. I didn't mean to look directly at you when I was asking. <laughs> it's just the way the mic's pointed. Well, let me check my notes. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I thought that was, uh, that was a very funny scene when he's asking him what his sister looks like naked. Well, you saw my dad naked. 
And I wish to the end of my days I had. Yeah, it's got a small brown color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just every line from Dominic. Is oh, great. Every line is yeah. so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not an avatar, right? No. What? Are you talking? Are you trying to figure out about full frontal nudity? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they blurred it and everything everywhere all at once, or else there would have been right. Yeah. Oh, so I don't it know what's counting for that. Kinda. It's like a half. Was yeah, there any half. in um, uh, Triangle of Sadness? <gasps> there was definitely. There really might have been. I just everything uh, was so gross. So. I was trying not to look anyway. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's particularly that montage. <laughs> yeah. there might have been, but I don't really remember. Oh, I think there might have been like some side ween. Yeah, yeah 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But not quite such a sustained. You said you know, frontal. That's right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Shot down the barrel, so to speak. Honestly, I didn't even notice it till the second time because I wasn't like it was dark. So I wasn't like looking at, directly at his crotch. I just was like, whatever, it moved on. And then they mentioned like seeing his cock. And I was like, I don't think I picked that up. And then the second time I watched it, I was like, oh, yeah, there's just a dick right in front of me. <laughs> yeah. Um, after. The, uh, the aftermath of that, of course, Dominic gets beat up. Mm. They say that he can stay with them. And that's oh. the first church scene. Um, I don't know how, even the second time I didn't put that together. That was the catalyst for him getting beaten up. I just yeah. assumed his dad beat him up for like, but no, they well, clearly, he was like, yeah. he's going to be angry. And he's like, hey, he's going to be angry anybody. Well, right. Yeah. yeah. And maybe there, he would have gotten beat up anyway, probably. But right. that, at least in that situation. You know, it was because, yeah, no, that's a cool light. And even cool. then, and it's like, you know. So dark, but he says, oh, I wouldn't have minded if it wasn't for the spout because he beat him with a kettle. Yeah. yeah. It's still funny. It's so it's dark, funny. though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, for that time, it was probably a killer joke. It wasn't even dark. They go to church and mm -hmm. this is the first confession scene. Oh, these the, these confession scenes are so good. Yes. <laughs> yes, they were. Yeah. yeah. He says I heard you haven't been speaking to Patrick. Mm -hmm. That's not a sin, is it? No, but it's not very nice. No, it's just not very nice, is it? Yep. How's the despair? A great line. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was good. Sure, when McDonough wrote that line, he's like, I don't care what happens to this script. That stays in. <laughs> um, he asks him, like, if he's having impure thoughts about Patrick, and then he turns it around on him. Are you having impure thoughts about men? Oh, my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then the priest starts yelling he gets at him. So that, sad. You better hope I don't die before I confess again. Yeah. And then what had happened? I'd be fucked. And then the priest starts yelling, You'd be fucked. <laughs> Great. Yeah. If I saw that happen, I'd be like, All right, I'll go to that church. That's just Catholicism. You're not missing anything. Um, so, can I just say, I know this is really dumb, but I hated in the confessional scene that the whole the shadow on the priest's face was this, the cross. But it was like when the other camera angle, you could see it that his face was Brennan blocking Gleason's the light. Head, yeah. yeah. And I just couldn't stop thinking about that. You got to allow some, <laughs> some, uh, I know I was like, all right, there. you wanted this cool beam of light on the priest's face. Fine. So good, but like, though. you're making it very clear that that's not actually what's happening here. <laughs> he was just, he was ducking. <laughs> it was like also hitting his nose. Like it was like, yeah, it was just very clear. It was his eye yes. in like the 90 he's, degree angle. He's very Irish and he's like transparent. It just, <laughs> yeah. But I was like, fine, I'll allow it. But I was thinking about it. <laughs> That's why they didn't win any Oscars. I think, yeah, it's just good creative license. You gotta, you gotta let it happen. Um, 
Yeah. And then that's uh, when he gives him the ultimatum. Is that you, when you that happens? We, you didn't think we were following the plot. But he <laughs> he runs to the pub and says, you can send your sister, or, like, don't send your sister or your priest. Like, we're done. Right. Um, and he says. I didn't send my sister, but I yeah, I did send the priest. Yeah. <laughs> you got me there. So he gives him the ultimatum. And if he talks to him again, he's going to cut off a finger. And everyone's pretty sure that he's serious. Yeah. Except for. Patrick. <laughs> yeah. And the bartender and the guy who hangs out and repeats what the bartender says. <laughs> it's like, you you probably shouldn't talk to him. I, I do the, like you how should, they all jump to shut up now. They all jump to that. Like they were like, oh, well now, now Patrick's the bad guy. Cause like if he cuts off his finger, it's clearly his fault. And I'm like, I don't, well, I don't, I don't know if I'm following this logic. <laughs> I don't think they quite jump to he's the bad guy. It's not necessarily the bad, but they put the onus on him now. They're like, well, oh, well the person in the situation that needs to chill out is Patrick. And it's like, I don't know if that was quite the takeaway I got. I don't know if it's a chill out thing so much as they're like, he's going to do it. So can you please stop talking to him? <laughs> no, I, I know. It just, they seem to, you know what I, like, it didn't yeah. seem to be like a, whoa, whoa, he's crazy, man. It was just like, okay, Patrick, see, he's at this line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. You ever given a friend an ultimatum? <laughs> <laughs> Not like that. Like, like that. A kind of ultimatum. Like Sydney got up and left. She doesn't want to talk about it. No, it's dark times. So no. I'm not a fan of ultimatums personally. So no, I don't think I've ever yeah, given one. Yeah, there's no. No, it doesn't work for anybody. No, no. Did you think he was going to cut off his fingers when he said that? Like, did you believe he was going to do it? I what? thought he might. I thought he might. Okay. When I saw it in the preview, I actually didn't realize that that was going to be a plot point, like like the main plot point. I just mm-hmm. thought it was like, oh, what's going to happen with those friends? Mm. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> but I, th- I think in the movie, I believed it. Okay. Yeah. I, I believed at least movie. one. I didn't think he was going to go full. Uh... I think that's what I thought. <laughs> I didn't think he was going to go full hammed. But I was like, what about the Even music? Even like he really went for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. yeah. I, it kind of throws out my whole, like, how does he support himself? Cause I, I don't know what you do after that. You got no fingers. He just doesn't oh. care. Maybe he's a music yeah, teacher. He wanted the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted the challenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Van Gogh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Suffer for his art or, or something. something yeah. Or something. <laughs> well, that guy suffered a lot for sure. Oh my God. <laughs> When does it happen that um, they're down at the post office slash place where she he delivers the milk? That to? happens a couple <laughs> scenes from now, but okay. in between is the dinner scene where Dominic comes oh, to dinner. Oh, stays for dinner. Okay. <laughs> Which um, I thought was a great scene. Apparently not very memorable for the room. <laughs> it just took me a second. <laughs> Dominic asked her if she was never wild. <laughs> she takes offense and great confusion to the question. <laughs> um, there's an amazing back and forth with Condon and Kyogen there where he says, my brother, where she says, like, my brother told you you could only stay yeah. if you didn't ask any dumb, if you didn't talk dumb. <laughs> and he said, I, he said, creepy, not dumb. She said, well, you failed on both counts, haven't you? <laughs> and he said, I have. oh man Uh, and then she storms off to bed just great just great yeah just amazing work all around so good (laughs) um he really thinks he can shoot a shot yeah Uh, to be fair they did seem to be like 
two of the only people on the island. (laughs) There wasn't exactly a lot of options. I guess it was him or his father. There is no one his age. No. Mm. What is his age? He's kind of young, right? Late 20s, 30? You think? Something like that. I thought he was a little younger than that. And she's probably, what, mid-30s? Yeah. Yeah, somewhere around there. Um, I think all the other young kids were fighting in the war. Yep. Mm, It's probably fair. Um, it's a good point. I was kind of just like wondering, like, yeah, I guess everybody left. Like, yeah. pa- pa- Patrick he's playing is probably younger, like forty. He just they didn't want him Dominic to go. <laughs> yeah, well, he um, he could be younger than we think too. He might be like sixteen. Um, I don't. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I he might have been what he's supposed to be. I don't know. I got the sense that he was kind of young, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he was still young to be getting beat by his dad. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't know if that normally continues into your twenty. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kyogen's thirty, which is what I was going off. Oh, I see. Yeah, but um, it makes a lot of sense too when you think of how empty it was and how everyone there just did seem to be like an older guy too. Yeah, yeah. It was just interesting too. What he was like, oh, did you see the cannons and the gunfire? And it's crazy that it was just like across the like you go swim over to battle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what we haven't mentioned yet is the fact that um, Dominic lets his animals come in the house, <laughs> which is super cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And no, not Dominic. Sorry, Patrick, <laughs> Patrick, I was like, <laughs> we only meet you, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, late, yeah. The line later on where he's like, "I'm not putting my donkey outside when I'm sad." Yeah, it's great. Yeah, just makes it hurt that much more. Oh, what happens to Jenny later? Yeah. Especially, I think donkeys are supposed to live like 35, 40 years, something like they that. They live a good long time. Yeah. They, they gotta... Some of them do. Not the ones this Oscar season. <laughs> <laughs> no. So much bad. What was the other oh, movie? Oh, with for, the... oh, for three? Yeah. I think on donkeys this Oscar there season? There was three. What were the Triangle other two? Triangle of Sadness. Tri- oh, tri- yep. Tri- that was violent. Yep. And then yeah. EO. Oh, I didn't yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so over oh, three and between Best Picture and International Feature. <laughs> um, Not great. Yeah. Yeah, EO is, EO is weird. It was very weird. I think I liked EO. <laughs> was it? Was I it, enjoy it. Was right. it more brutal than the Triangle of Sadness one? Triangle of Sadness yeah. is almost played for laughs, whereas yeah. EO is paid for, played for like creeping horror and um, I don't know, like horrible depression. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Like, it's super sad. Yeah. Gotcha. And it's all about the donkey. Except oh. for a scene where Isabel Huppert seduces her <laughs> stepson. Right. Otherwise, all about the donkey. Interesting. <laughs> These porn hub plots have gone out of hand. <laughs> you can keep it, Poland. <laughs> Stop beating up your donkeys. Oh. Fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, country was Triangle from? So I don't know. Uh, Ruben Ustland is Swedish, mm. but it was so embraced by France, and I'm not sure who the production company was. Might have been Canal, which is France, which, which is French. Um, I'm not sure. Hmm. Interesting. I'm not sure what it counts as. Um, to your point, up soon, up needing the scene after the dinner scene is. Patrick goes to town on his lorry, goes to deliver milk to the lady Store? who also has the mail <laughs> and is just like the worst. Gossip queen. Uh, but that's just their general store. So they probably also took care of the mail. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, you know. Yeah. I've seen a Western. <laughs> they had they had that back then, too. 
Um, in America, by the 20s, we had post offices, though, surely. I mean, I think this is an island, apparently, of about 20 people. So That's true. lucky they even have a post office. <clears throat> yeah, this this uh, horrible lady demanding stories. <laughs> mm. um, verbal abuse if you don't give her a good story. Well, I mean, to be fair, there's no TV. That's the best entertainment the island has to offer. So but, nosy. But uh, Dominic's cop dad is there and uh, mm. is trying to like one up Patrick just because he sucks. Mm-hmm. And um, then Patrick's like, and this guy diddles his son, basically. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, whoa, Patrick. Yeah. You are Ugh. trying to get murdered because I was like, I don't think this guy has a yeah. boss on the island. He seems to be their police officer. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, you're under arrest and you're guilty. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, that guy sucked. Yeah, he was he was the worst. He goes back to his uh to his carts. Guy punches him. This scene's awesome. Where where uh forgot his name, Brendan Gleason Combe helps oh. him back up and the whole scene where they're driving yeah. back and Patrick's just like sobbing, but they're not talking. Yeah. And then he gets off and Patrick they go their separate ways. I feel like Great it contributed scene. to the mixed message that Patrick received. About well, that's the problem. I know. <laughs> Patrick's just too dim to understand. Yeah, which I get because it was confusing. I mean, yeah, like. Yeah. I, I shouldn't say he's too dim because obviously he wouldn't like that. But um, yeah. Do people say he's dim? <laughs> <laughs> he does seem disgusted by the idea of reading. So Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, no, that was Dominic. Never mind. Oh, the scene where he's like, where uh, the sister's like, yeah, it's Dominic by Miles. And he's like, well, who's second? So by Miles <laughs> means there's a second. Yeah, you don't want to know better. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, but that scene, that scene's amazing. Just, just some great freaking work. And then that leads into the uh, the confrontation at the pub. The whole uh, you 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 used to be nice speech and the Mozart and it's a super well written thing. Confronts him, right? Yeah. Mm. yeah, and the cops there and they're yelling and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit's just fantastic. What what good writing? It is, but it ends up being another thing that reinforces the confusion about what Patrick is supposed to do or not supposed to do. Yeah. Because Dominic overhears the part where Combs says that it's the most he's ever liked him after he yells at him. <laughs> and uh, the the line delivery that Farrell ends that scene on is like ridiculous. Mm. Uh, just high level shit where the, you know, he repeats, you, you, you used to be nice, or, or maybe you never used to be. Oh God, mm. maybe you never used to be. Yeah. And he just kind of, you know, he's in such a high register in his voice, but it's so soft. And he just sort of lets it hang and leaves. Fuck. It's very well done. Yeah. And he does say some nice things about Siobhan in that. He does. You know. It's also like. And the Mozart joke's good. The fact that Colm gets the the, uh, century wrong is funny, too. That is funny. (laughs) It's also like where he gets to make his counterpoint about why being nice is more important than like having a legacy, which like I don't really get having a legacy. So, yeah, 
you know. No. And I mean, having a legacy is a maybe. Being a nice is a guaranteed. Like you can, if you, try. you yeah. can make the people around you's life better. You probably can't leave a legacy. Well, he is nice until then. He he flails around and he's not really very nice eventually. But we'll, we'll talk about it. Okay. All right. Maybe. All right. <laughs> and, uh, and time. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and he, you know. I think this is when he does the first finger. He comes to the, his house the next day or he says like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't. Uh, yes. Yeah. I yeah. shouldn't have done that. I don't really know what I said. Yeah. And then whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And Colm's <laughs> like, why won't you just leave me alone? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good beach. Mm. Colm should just be. Yeah. I mean, I kind of get if Colm literally wants to be left alone and just like sit in his, you know, period version of an Adirondack chair on his cool beach mm. and just vibe. I get it. But, you know, he doesn't have to be so mean. But, yeah, that's <laughs> that's one of the scenes on the beach there. Yeah. Um, and then he takes his first finger off. <sighs> I want to know when he trained his dog to fetch the shears and why. No. <laughs> oh, those shears. Ooh. Yeah, they, I got, they got like the most freaking haggard looking shears. As soon as they were like, he's going to cut his finger off. And they're, I'm like, okay. And they're like, and he's going to use this. I was like, oh, so this movie dies with him dying of infection. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. like, I was like, oh, that's going to be the plot. Like he did it. And like yeah. now he slowly dies from infection. Like, mm. Yeah, it no. moves into like almost magical realism territory with yes. the... The amount of blood that isn't coming from all those finger stumps, especially when he does the next four. Well, he like cuts it off and he's just like, okay. And I'm like, he doesn't wash it. It's not wrapped. Right, like, yeah. He doesn't wrap it until the next day, I guess. It's just like moist out. I'm like, you're doing everything possibly wrong for wound care. Sorry. Matt, he's also, Jordan's going to pass out. <laughs> Matt, he's also basically fine. Yeah. He's just I like, know. Like, uh, like stable wise. I also he looked so, a little pale on the last one. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> he has lost a lot of blood. I also so bleeding all over the pub and his fiddle and shit. Yeah, there was uh, also a, a finger losing theme in movies that I watched this year, and I don't have a great like. So the menu also has mm-hmm. a finger getting chopped off, and I feel like there was another one, and I was trying to remember what it was. But every time I see someone like starting to get injured, I'm like, no more fingers. <laughs> I can't. And then he throws it at the door. They don't really know oh, what yeah. to do with it. <laughs> they put it in a shoebox. Yeah, he calmly brings it inside, and I feel like he's trying to be like, "How can I get away with not saying that there's a finger in yeah. my hand, right, or my pocket, or whatever?" Yeah. <laughs> he brings it in, and yeah, yeah, that was bad. Siobhan responds appropriately, being really freaked out. <laughs> and then I love the next scene. It's you know, it's just a shoebox with obviously like blood and. <laughs> Um, like, you know, donkeys and shit are trying to get out. Um, and he, Patrick's just very calmly like, well, I'm going to go bring it back to him. <laughs> Siobhan's like, are you mad? <laughs> the, the one time where she's just straight up like, are you actually stupid? Are you like, stupid? Why would you think that's what you should do with this? Like, no, like it's over. You have to let it be done now. I mean, to be fair, you're presented with someone's severed finger. What are your options of getting rid of it? Do you just put it out in the garbage? Like, <laughs> Right. Yeah. And that's Patrick's point. Is he's like, well, I don't want to, we shouldn't keep it here. <laughs> Should I have like a, do I bury it? Do we want to do like a little gravestone? Like yeah, Combs yeah. finger? 
And so she takes it and brings it to him at his house. And this is that great scene where he says that Patrick's boring. She says, you're all fucking boring. You men are all fucking boring. Um, again, Condon's amazing in this movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's great. And this is also where Colm brings up the option that he might just be trying to amuse himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, like that's kind of the thing where she's like, you're all fucking boring. It's like you're saying your conversations with Patrick are boring, but you're both part of this conversation. You have the ability to change what you're talking about at any point. Like maybe you're boring too, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he is. <laughs> so they're all fucking boring. <laughs> yeah. But she also like, I feel like that's where she's got the thing where she's like, I, I kind of get it right. Where she's like, I guess you're just trying to do something to yes. get by. She's trying to not really agree yeah, with him, right. but like He's both like, of you the get t- it though. Yeah. Both yeah. of these times that she's confronted him, he yeah. has been like, but you get this right. Mm-hmm. And this is the time where she pushes back and he's like, no, you do. <laughs> I know you do because he says, yeah, it's the end of him saying, maybe I'm just trying to amuse myself to stave off the inevitable, Mm -hmm. which you understand. She's like, no, I don't. Yeah, you do. (laughs) And uh, they both deal with it in their own way. And that's probably where she decides that she has to leave because she's gotten the letter in the mail already at this point, I think. Yeah, because what she or they just know that she reads a lot of books and they reached out. You're one of like five people alive that reads books. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, just good shit. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. after that, there's a montage. They, they, oh, there is? yeah, there's a bit of a montage where they do leave each other alone for a while. The really wonderful scores playing. And then, this is when Colm has the student come to visit him. The music student comes oh, to visit yeah. him, which Patrick sees and is jealous of. Mm-hmm. So he makes up a fun lie on the spot. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, which, again, so darkly funny. Uh, it's just hilarious scene. There's a lot of bread drugs. <laughs> it's not that unlikely. It's just that my mom was killed by a bread truck. <laughs> he tells the guy that his, his dad's been hit by a bre- bread truck and is on the life 20s support. equivalent of life support. <laughs> is about to die, so he's got to hurry back to the mainland so he can be with him in his final moments. And it's like, well, this is the same thing happened to his... If it's the same bread van, I'll kill him. <laughs> I'll kill him. <laughs> oh, man. It's great. And then... Oh, it's so uncomfortable to watch Patrick try to like, I don't know, <laughs> flail out, around. Outsmart yeah. <laughs> and just like try to, yeah, outsmart or get the better of the situation or like, I don't know. Ugh. Be a bad person. So cringy. <laughs> it is cringy because yeah, you're like, he's he's embracing the dark, bitter side. <laughs> but he's trying to and he's not being good at it. Because well, no. he's so good though. I know. <laughs> he's got a heart. It shines through. <laughs> I know. We'll come back to that. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's the scene where he hides from Mrs. McCormick on the road behind the stone wall, but of course it doesn't work. Right. He turns around the corner and she's right there. Yeah. Before the month is out, a death will come to Anishirin. Maybe two deaths. Let's hope it's not you and Siobhan. (laughs) 
That's not a nice thing to say, is it? I wasn't trying to be nice. I was trying to be accurate. That's why people avoid you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Again, this is why people don't want to talk to you. It's always death this, death that. Yeah. Have a nice day, Mrs. McCormick. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then there's the really great scene of uh, Dominic and Patrick, where Patrick is like kind of gloating about his, you know, great bread van gambit. Yeah. And Dominic's like, I used to think you were a nice person. Right. <laughs> you're not. You're just like the rest. Yeah. You might be the worst. Yeah. And then he's like, no, I'm I'm, I'm one of the nice guys. And Dominic just like shakes his head and leaves. Well, yeah. like, so the other people are shitty, but they're just shitty. They're not making a conscious choice to be shitty. He has a really good point with you might be the worst of them. Because he's the only one, it seems like, on the island with the capacity to know not to be shitty. Like, he's the only one who is acting nice. So, you know what I like? It just yeah, means yeah. A, a lot more coming from him where he's making that choice to be shitty instead of like it's against his nature. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then comes the most uh, this in the Juilliard scene in Tar, maybe the most taken out of context and posted on social media. Um, the scene with uh, Dominic and Carrie Condon at the mm. lake. So good. And tragic. I didn't know it was taken out of context, so I'm interested to hear this. Yeah, yeah. How's it? Ta- yeah. So, I, I don't see the internet. Okay. So. so the yeah. weird film Twitter thing was somebody who is dumb posted a clip of it saying that it broke the 180 rule, which is if you have a conversation, you're supposed to imagine that there's a straight line, you know, 180 degrees. And the camera angles, you're not supposed to cross that because then it's uh, le- less easy to follow. You're supposed to stay like on the same side of that line. Mm-hmm. There's two characters. Mm-hmm. The camera angles are just crossing like that to each one. Okay. Um, and this does break that at one point in this scene. Uh, and then other people were posting it as like, wow, look at this amazing acting performance from Barry Keoghan. Um, and that's that's most of how it got shared, too, is people more and more were like, holy shit, this guy's fantastic here. Oh, so originally it wasn't about the acting. It was just about explaining the 180 degree thing. In my mind, because I am thankfully not 100 percent online, I'm not sure which one came first. But okay. both okay. happened on film Twitter. So, okay. um, But yeah, it's just a great scene. Mm. Another thing that if you're Martin McDonough, that stays that stays in the script no matter which draft it came in on was he, there goes that dream. Yep. <laughs> Holy shit. Good shit. Ugh. Breaks yeah. your heart. And I think that's the last time you see Dominic alive, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which makes sense. And he, they're at the edge of the lake and he says, I'm going to go over there and do that thing I was going to do. <laughs> and then the next time you see him, you're like, yeah, he, he drowned in the lake. <laughs> So <laughs> right after saying there goes that dream and the old lady said there's a death coming, maybe too. So yeah. the answer to our question probably was what determined. Jeez. Oh, oh, yeah, maybe. Right. I don't think that was ever really in question, though. The question he was asking. But Oh, what do you mean? Yeah, no, I don't think it was ever going, but like, yeah. it, it just when you think about her saying maybe too, I've been trying to figure that out for a while now. Like, why was it maybe? And Jenny. like, I oh, think the that, donkeys. Yeah, no, half. but like, I think. Well, I thought, I thought it was, you know, 
whether or not Vadrick was going to kill Calm. Oh, <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I okay. had a different take. Yeah, <laughs> that's. A, I think these are all valid, and this is why you can. Anyone can be a real life banshee because you just have to be vague. And everyone else can be like, oh, wow, she got really close. And we all actually have a different idea. As long as one person dies and one person almost dies. Or one almost person dies. dies. And I'm sensing their name begins with... Yeah, she's just cold reading. There's only 20 people. She's known all of them since birth. <laughs> you like see like the behind the scene she pushed Dominic in. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, I'm getting a message from... Uh, it's like, yeah, you know everyone's grandparents. Like, <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, as as we come out of this fun bit, such a tragic scene. <laughs> it's so tragic. I, lo- I mean, I just love watching him get through the whole, like, he didn't have a plan for what he was going to say. And yeah, it's so She painful, just lets him but- go through the whole thing, you know, because, like, what else can she do but just, like, say no when he gets the question and just, like, I- say, be very clear about no, never, you know, but, like, yeah. ugh. But she does try to do it nicely, which I appreciate because the only times you've seen them interact, she's been very anti-dominant. True. (laughs) Um, But she's just like, yeah, she kind of gets that it's, I guess, a big deal for him. So she does sort of, I guess, let him down easy. She does use a lot of her energy dealing with the second stupidest person on the island. (laughs) (laughs) she's like okay let me get this straight the second stupidest person on the island is my brother and now the first stupidest person wants to marry me (laughs) I gotta get out of here and I mean the way he phrases it is perfect right you never see yourself falling in love with a boy like me I think is what he says Yeah. no no I was thinking no (laughs) but maybe when I'm your age it's just so so tragic oh Yeah, no, no, I was, yeah, I was thinking no. It's <laughs> rough. Oh, this gives there, me chills. There yeah. is that dream. It's heartbreaking. Yep. Especially, it was so horny before when there was girls in the pub when they were playing the violin. Oh my God, I know. Yeah. I was oh, like, oh man. gotta get the girls to come over here. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude. Yeah, what does he say? Like, if we were sitting next to Colm, then they'd, they'd have, have to they'd talk have to, to us. Talk to yeah. us yeah. And, and he was like, he was so could, like, fidgety. His performance, and it was so, like, you could yeah. tell he was, like, chomping at the bit. He's like, I need to speak to a girl right now. Yeah. He's yeah. so good. He was like, his performance amazing, is so yeah. good. It was very good. Yeah. Right. I'm excited to see what he does next because he's good in everything uh if you haven't seen killing of a sacred deer that's a yorgos lanthimos movie he made the favorite uh from a couple years ago um the lobster i don't know if any of you saw that another colin farrell movie Mm-mm. but killing of a sacred deer um sad. maybe his best it's not like a chill hang but colin <laughs> farrell and barry Keoghan are in that too is okay. does a deer die it's more metaphorical, okay. but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Okay. All right. Maybe maybe look up a description of the All plot. Right. I honestly don't remember. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Um, 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 then then Patrick goes to confront Comb because mm. Well, cause cause doesn't doesn't Dominic give him the idea to do it? Yes, he thinks maybe he just needs to stand up for himself. Yeah. Oh. He's like, you know what? I think you just need to teach him <laughs> that you're yes. in control of this. In, in the conversation before he told him about yeah. the Brett Van thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe maybe this has been a test to see if you can stand up for yourself. 
Which and, is oh, and oh. he's the second dimmest man on the island taking tips from the, <laughs> the first. The dimmest yeah, that's man I, exactly. I was like, oh man, we yeah. got one brain cell between the two of them, <laughs> uh, and it's drunk. Yeah, <laughs> and and Comb is like kind of intrigued by this vibe at first. You can yes. tell. Oh God, yeah. I do. I, I feel like Brendan Gleeson, though, right? To be like half intrigued and then half get about to do something really messed up. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, ooh, I'm going to cut so many fingers off. <laughs> yeah. um, I love Brendan Gleeson's performance in this. I think it's understated, but he is walking that line of like, he's not just like a, a the stoic kind of warrior poet that he's pretending to be. Mm. He is supremely fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and he does get something out of Patrick being mean to him. Yeah. He's... He likes it for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> it is not net. Maybe he doesn't like someone being mean to him, but he does think Patrick's more interesting. It, it is more interesting. I mean, he's not talking about donkey shit. He's yeah. coming up with creative insults and, you know, getting in his face. Like there's some passion about what he's talking yeah. about. Finally, when he like kicks in the door and he's like, all right, you asshole, we're going to talk about this. He's like, okay, go on. Eight, eight out of 10 <laughs> entrants continue. Yeah. I'll allow it. You bought yourself five minutes. Oh, he's also super, right. Isn't yeah. he also super pleased with himself because he just finished the song? Yeah, well, he's dancing with his dog. Right. Oh, this is a nice scene. Yeah. He's like, I don't normally dance with my dog. He's, he's like, like, no, I, I love it. Dance with your dog. You I'd dance with my donkey if I could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if, I like if I knew how. Yeah. I feel and like if she knew how. Patrick hadn't come back. I mean, I feel like he just went too far at the end, didn't he? Didn't he like just try to come on a little too strong at the Ooh, end before Patrick, he left? Which. Home? Which one? Patrick. Patrick. <laughs> at the end. I would like, say, yeah. say Cole went a little too far. Oh, yeah, you no, said. You're right. At the end, yes. I just think he like, just like, okay, so we're going to go all... back up to the pub and have a beer then? Everything's yes. back yeah, to normal? If he had left it yeah. at like the conversation about yes. the title of the song and, and he, he was just like, right. all right, yeah. later. I wonder what would have happened, right? Because it's like when you try to break up with someone and then you think you can be friends for a second and then before they leave, they're like, oh, but I, it's just, it doesn't. <laughs> I yeah. think that's what no, he it does did. Work. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I'm just saying he like he you're came so back right. in it, and you're like, oh, sh- shit, this isn't gonna work out because you're gonna keep trying to come back. Well, yeah. totally he right. should have like just left and went to the pub, and then they like he would have sat and they would have like nodded but, to each other, and then right. the next you, day, yeah. he like can't keep the boundaries established. Like he no, thought he, he was able to do it, it. so he's like, I got to chop off the fingers. Then. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And, this, and you know what? That's right. What I was saying at the beginning, like there was the option to be like, we only hang out two days a week. Maybe there wasn't, you know, because he was like, if I give him an inch, yeah. like, no, it's either cut off my fingers or. That, that yeah. seems to be the case, right? Because we mm-hmm. see that there is. It will even That comb does allow <laughs> some leeway in the ultimatum a few times that they interact and he doesn't cut off a finger. Mm-hmm. It has to yeah. be within. Re- he has to not ask him to go to the pub. That's it. <laughs> That's very That's confusing for yeah. behavioral training, though, when you're not consistent with exactly, what you yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and what the consequences um, are. <laughs> so, so, this conversation has the great discussion about the title of the song, which is "Banshees of Inisherin." Right. And we all do the Leo meme pointing at the screen. That's the name of the movie. <laughs> yep. Um, and he says he just likes the double SH sound. Ah, oh, yes. But then he wonders, like, maybe there are still banshees. Maybe they just don't scream to portend death anymore. But maybe they are content to um, sit back and idly observe, amused. I wrote that down. Um, which is what the old lady does the whole movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Um, she does portend death, but not by screaming. She is clearly amused the whole time. Mm. And over their final confrontation on the beach, she literally pulls up a chair and observes. It's almost hacky writing, <laughs> but it works so well for me. <laughs> it is interesting, too, because like it's weird to see this older character being like, how long was it since your mom died? And she's like, six years. You know what I mean? It's like, why are you still here if her parents are both dead? Like, right, yeah. some bad luck. But yeah, but Combs she's I- a banshee. But Combs' idea of like, you know, the Banshees don't need to portend death anymore. They can just let things play out because it's going their way already is mm. pretty rich. Um, and I like it. That's cool. <laughs> but then, yeah, like you guys said, Patrick is just like, he he could have left it at that. Yep. And I think it, I honestly think it would have been fine because there is that leeway that Colm's been allowing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no, he invites him to the bar, and that's the last year he cuts off the remaining four digits oh, on his hands. The dog goes and gets the shears. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> At first, I thought he was going to hide the shears. Me too. I, I was like, too. the dog doesn't want him to do it. Was, now know. there's going to be like a yakety sack scene where he's chasing yeah. the dog trying to get the <laughs> But uh, not quite. The dog just goes to his position, I guess, because he knows he's got to go outside. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Um, it's like, here's the shears. I'm out of here. Mm. Did, didn't he do the other hand too? Or was it just. No, he still has one whole hand. Yeah, he does say he has one, one, yeah. one yeah, whole yeah. hand. Yeah, yeah. Just as all the other fingers on the. <laughs> there is a great line in the conversation before Patrick leaves at the beginning where he says, I've got 10 fingers to prove I'm not insane. No, How many do you mental. have? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm not mental, yeah. yeah. How many do you have? He said, I got, I got nine. <laughs> Well, exactly. Um, so yeah, he throws him at the door. Oh. A thunk, 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 thunk. Uh, pretty visceral stuff. Oh God, yeah. And you yeah. see him throw them all. Yep. This is while that's happening. Patrick is getting the news from Siobhan that she's leaving. Right. And so they're arguing as they're going back to their cottage. They pass Brendan Gleeson going the other way. Just dripping blood. Dripping blood. They see that he's throwing the fingers. Crucially, do not clean them up. Nope. Mm-hmm. And she packs and leaves immediately. Yes. <laughs> that is it. That is four more reasons to get the hell out of here. Yep. Um, She was cutting it close with that boat, I guess. <laughs> if, if she was going to allow some time to explain and then left hurriedly. I don't know. Yeah. Um, she only had like eight things to pack. Yeah. <laughs> she couldn't that, even bring her books. That amazing shot had. of the cliffs. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's all she had besides the obvious. Right. Uh, and then they hug. It's, it's a great scene. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Poor Patrick mm. does not want her to leave, Mm-mm. but he does wave by. Yes. But of course, the, also the old lady's there. Yeah. The, <laughs> just being ominous. Mrs. McCormick is also. Can you just not? <laughs> you have a minute to myself. How do you know when things are happening to me? <laughs> she's, she's always getting tipped off. He's he's being Truman showed um, by this one lady. <laughs> she just chills at the post office. Yeah. Kind of. Um, yeah. She goes away in the boat. Good scene, waving cliffs. Mm. Then by the time he gets back home, uh, Jenny's tried to eat a finger. Yeah. And it didn't work. 
RIP, pour one out for a real one. Jenny the donkey. Uh, The real Jenny the donkey, alive and well, retired in Ireland still. So So despite what Jimmy Kimmel said, that was not Jenny the donkey. What? Last night, that wasn't actually Jenny. No. (laughs) Wow. Well, change. I'm so relieved. Well, it just looked very uncomfortable. I didn't yes. think she should have to come all the way here. No, they shouldn't fly donkeys. No. For- <laughs> Fine. I just thought there was an actual celebrity there. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, no, that was just some random miniature donkey who hopefully uh, was okay. It was funny, too, because a lot of somebody people- at the party was like, Donkey doesn't look very comfortable. And no. somebody else at our party said, well, they were, you know, on camera. They must be used to it. And uh, no, I guess, I guess not. That's why it looks so uncomfortable. Well, it's, I'm sure it's still a like show. A, show donkey. a crowd of that many people, I think is probably intimidating to anyone. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Including a donkey. It said it was a certified comfort animal, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's that like training and shit. Can you make that kind of joke? It's like Wait. a legal distinction, right? Oh. It had the vest. <laughs> a sparkly, I think that means anything. It was vest. a sparkly vest. <laughs> Pretty still. sure that That's was a, a joke. legally binding sparkly vest. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think you're supposed to say when things are ads on broadcast television, yet the Little Mermaid thing was presented as like a feature or so. I don't know. Hmm. Um, let's see what the FTC says. <laughs> anyway, um, that was not Jenny the Donkey okay. is the underlying point to take away. She is retired on just hanging out in Ireland. How did they do a fake dead donkey? I was about to say the fake dead donkey. I think it's actually, just to build. It looked real fake. It, oh, did it? I, well, I just really didn't. It was really disturbing to me how fake that dead donkey oh, looked. Oh, I didn't have that same thought. Okay. Well, good. It must have been comforting. It was actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he gets really sad. He is now fully geographied. Mm. Um, oh. And uh, he... Barry's Jenny. He snaps. You're already frustrated that your best friend is being crazy and yep. now you're a donkey and your sister leaves. Yep. And this this is where he, he runs down to the pub to confront Combe and Combe's like, all right, I did all four fingers. Let's call it quits. He offers to shake his hand. Patrick turns him down, says, no, your fat finger killed my donkey. Uh, so we're, we're taking this to the to our graves. One of our graves, at least. Colm is uh, genuinely upset about yeah. having that having happened. Mm. Yeah. And I think this is where he tells him he's going to burn his house down. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'd prefer if you're in it, but I'm burning yeah. it down either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the cop comes and is giving Patrick a hard time and Colm pun- punches the cop. Oh, yeah. Good job, Colm. Yeah. He just died. Show some respect. Show some respect. I do love that everybody like takes that as like a legitimate, like everyone's like, well, besides the cop, I think um, well, which is he, why you get punched. <laughs> oh, he didn't. I don't think he knew at that point. Cause I think even, I, you know what I mean? Well, like, he starts making fun of his donkey. Oh, does. Yeah. Sorry. I'm a little rusty. Oh. I watched it earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> um, Son of a bitch. In general though, very animal friendly movie. I mm. think. In terms of like the yes. dog being, yeah, it's very nice. Yeah, they all seem to have like an understanding, like they're more like companions than like servants, yeah. which is what you oh, normally yeah. see in those farm env- environments is like, these are my money makers, not my friends. Yeah, mm, true. This was nice to see. And then it's the second church and confessional scene. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. 
He says he's got like almost nothing to confess. <laughs> the priest is like, aren't you leaving out a couple things? He says you you punched a policeman. Uh that was like, that's not a sin. <laughs> that definitely wasn't a sin. I'll I'll defend that one. Gleason has a great delivery on if punching policemen is a sin, then we should all just pack up and go home. <laughs> Perfect. Gleason says uh A cap. Yeah, exactly. And um then he says, Well, it is, you know, self mutilation is a sin, one one of the biggest ones. Like got you there. All right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is, is it? Well, you got me there. <laughs> Was that his actual line? I think he says something like, like that. Like, he yeah. got me five counts of it or something. Or something like that. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> That's the perfect response. Uh, and then he really, you know, solemnly asks him again, how's the despair? Mm-hmm. It's back a bit. <laughs> he says, you're not going to do anything about it? I am not going to do anything about it. <laughs> I don't know why. I just, I found that, like, whole, like, how's the despair? Like, just even asking, like, you are asking a man that just chopped off five of his fingers, <laughs> how his mental health is. Like, that is not a question you, you need to have. But, you know, so like, like, it it's just... It's back a bit. It's been, like, that, the response to that, like, just everything about it was so, like, I, it was surreally funny, like, but it made me genuinely laugh because I was just like, this is absurd. Yep, and then we have a couple, well, not really montages, but things playing out under voiceovers of letters. Um, first oh, is yeah. Siobhan's letter to Patrick, She's ensconced, quote unquote, on the mainland, and it's really nice, and it doesn't suck here, and you could probably find work because of the war. Um, please come. Seriously, please leave an assurance before it's all too late. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is all too late, because then he burns down Combs' house. <laughs> yes. Uh, crucially, he takes the dog out. As he's leaving, the clock strikes two, and he does... Go back and check, and he does see that Colm is inside still. I, I like that quote, too. He's like, I don't know why he thinks I'd hurt you. You're the best thing about you. Yeah. <laughs> about him or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And yeah. the only good thing about him or, yeah. Yeah. It is. Um, then it's a return letter from Patrick to Siobhan, him voiceover. You see that he just lets the animals in and out of the house whenever now. Mm. Um. He tells her that they found Dominic. You see that Dominic's body is pulled out of the lake with the hook stick that he had earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I'm sure she probably has quite a reaction to. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. probably. I can only guess, but I don't know. He, he pretends that Jenny is like nuzzling him as he's writing it. Mm. Very sad. Yeah, that yeah. broke my heart. Yeah. Now, do you think Dominic killed himself or do we think he fell in? I think he killed oh, himself. Oh, I think he killed himself. I thought he killed himself too. Okay. He seems like the kind of guy who might fall in a lake. <laughs> I feel like. And not know how to swim. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but I feel like the scene that immediately preceded it. Yeah. <laughs> makes it seem like. Especially right after his. He was going to act on the despair. <laughs> yeah, no, I think he. I, w- I would tilt towards he probably did, yeah. 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 Sad. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Dominic. Brutal. It's interesting, like, how lonely of a movie it is, too. There's not a single couple. There's not, like, a single right. happy, like, mm. family unit. Like, everybody is alone and pretty much on their own. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. It's just really interesting. Yeah. Throughout, yeah. Yeah, and what, we're going to come back to that as a theme, too. Um, but just to real quick finish it off. Um, he goes and meets up with him on the beach the next day. He brings his dog back to him. He sees that, you know, 
Coleman's still alive. Uh, the old lady shows up and pulls up in a chair that didn't get burned to watch them on the beach. And Combs like, okay, you burned down my house. I guess we're good. <laughs> um, and he says, no, if you'd stayed in your house, then we'd have been quits. But you didn't, so we'll keep going. The burning down the house was really cool, too. And I don't know why I pick up on stuff like this in movies, but I love details like this. He had to go and gather a bunch of random driftwood because they're on an island in Ireland. Did you see any goddamn trees anywhere right like they use peat to heat their houses so it was just funny to see like oh he has to go find these random sticks to like actually yeah. even be able to he burn this down yeah and he's um you know they they start yeah Colm is like kind of really calmly taking it all in he starts making small talk about the war well it seems like they're done and patrick's like no they're gonna be at it again soon um some things there's no moving on from, and I think that's good. And that's about the last thing they say to each other. <laughs> Except for as Patrick's walking away, Colm calls to him and says, thanks for taking care of my dog. And a glimmer of a smile passes across Colin Farrell's face. Yeah. Mm. I think they're going to end up being friends again. And then like holding back tears, he says anytime and walks away. Mm. And that's your Golden Globe winner for best comedy. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you serious? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, oh, I see it. Boy. That is you funny. guys got the laughs from the podcast. We communicated that well, right? <laughs> so it's like you said, it's a movie about how all these people are isolated and no one's talking about their feelings. I know that's an easy joke to make about Irish people. <laughs> um, so many times throughout the movie, you see people who just are not able to communicate, who don't want to communicate in Patrick's case, refuse to accept that you should ever talk about your feelings or anything like that. You should just push everything down like everyone else is doing. Um, and yeah, this whole community, you feel like everyone would be a lot better off. Um, if you just talked about some shit Mm. Mm. and you know, Javon leaves, that's the only way out. This place sucks. No one should live there. <laughs> she apparently has Beautiful. the largest island, uh, library on the island. So, yeah, treating her like Belle in the beginning montage of Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> she reads. What a freak. <laughs> That's honestly how Dominic reacts. Like, yeah. what does she do for fun? Reads. He's like, oh, gross. Like, <laughs> she was never wild. Um, so. Patrick is confusing happiness with being nice. Mm, true. Um, and is he actually nice? Or is, is there any evidence in this movie that he's a nice person? He's nice to his animals. I think he's a, I'm, I'm trying, I'm like, I want to say yes, but like, I'm trying to see if I can justify it. <laughs> I think he's sincere, which to me, it's like a part of being nice, but like, right? A, a being a genuine person, but like, I mean, I what is niceness? Guileless. Yeah, but in a sense that he doesn't bring ill will towards anyone, right? Like, the, yeah. He doesn't try to manipulate. He doesn't like try to like you know use weird power dynamics. It's, he's just he is what it is, and he relates to people as he sees it, and it's just kind of that's it. Not narcissistic, know? right? He doesn't know gossip. He's not like a gossip monger, you know. Yeah. He just wants to show up at two and go to the pub with his friend. 
Yeah. I guess you're right that it's not, it's more of a lack of other, like lack of bad things than I guess good yeah. things, but. Ugh. Well, and he's so sweet with his animals. Well, he is he so is sweet, sweet with his, with his animals. animals. Yeah. That's true. I don't know. He, no, like the, nope. He takes Dominic in to stay the night. That's yes. That's that was very nice. Yes. He stood up for Dominic to his father in the post office. He might've had some kind mm-hmm. of ulterior motive, but like, yeah. He did choose to do that. He got his ass kicked for it too. Yeah, yeah. he also shouldn't have said what he said. Like, I feel like he that, said was, that was sort of in a fit of peak. Yeah. Or just like he just doesn't know how to play any kind of social game, right? Yeah. I don't know. There's he's a really selfish person. Hmm. I, yeah. <laughs> do you agree? I mean, like I get that because I was thinking in my head after I was like, yeah. I mean, he does like. There's a lot of like self motivated action here, though, in terms of like he really is doing a lot to get. Because he really um, could just leave him. Comb alone. Yeah. That's what I mean, yeah, right. It's all for him. True. Yes. He doesn't really show a lot of concern for Siobhan, except for when she's leaving. No, he yeah. shows no concern yeah. for no, I Siobhan know. at all. He also, I don't think, knows how to, like, give her what would make things better for her, you know? No, he can't. He really can't relate to her that much. Right. He does just doesn't yeah. have the capacity for it. Right. Yeah. Maybe. He's Maybe. also not trying. I get, that's <laughs> true. Like, he also doesn't go out of his way to try to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. To your yeah. point, though, it's not manipulative. Like right. that's it doesn't feel manipulative. It feels kind of dumb. <laughs> right. Yeah. But Simple. Yeah. I did look up the wild thing. If anybody's curious. Yeah, he's just like were you were you never loose is basically what he's saying. So it's uh, <laughs> right. It usually means very passionate and attractive in a sexual way, and oh. the term is generally used as a slang to tease the person. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. I like that. <laughs> that's, that's, I thought from context, that's what he was saying. <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't know. I wanted to know what it actually meant. I've never I actually heard that. it. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Too. I mean, yeah. that's helpful. Yeah. Oh. Was I never wild? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah. I'm not saying I, I don't think he's a nice-ish person. I don't think he's like an exceptionally nice person. No, yeah. I think you've kind of sold me on that. Like he doesn't go out of his way to actually be there for other people. Yeah. Yeah. He is like very explicitly concerned about himself when Siobhan's leaving. Yes. (laughs) Yes. The first thing he asked was what about himself? Yeah. (laughs) I guess it's just the animals that got my heart. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Well, and the genuineness of it, right? Exactly. There's and something that I just, uh, yeah, 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 appreciate. In he also, and then like the first, you know, he can, he really messes up that guy's day with the bread van. Thing. Oh God. That's true. <laughs> yeah. It's a yeah. really mean thing And he to does do. condescend on Dominic a lot yes. because he wants to feel better than someone else. Mm. It's true. It's just like, it's such in such a way that he's a child. You right. know what I mean? Like that's how it feels. And so like in that way, yeah, it's hard to think that he's like an evil or bad person. Right doesn't seem like he has a lot of opportunities to be kind either. Like there just doesn't seem to be like, I, 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 there, he didn't have a lot of options where I was like, Oh, he chose to do this or that. It just either seemed like he had the bad choices that he made or like he was just going about his life. I don't know. Maybe they didn't just give us enough. Well, yeah, he could have chose to just gone about his life. <laughs> 
He could have. I mean, there's another way to interpret it, too, that Colm was clearly having a mental health crisis, pushing his friend away, and his friend was trying to, like, stop him from being in a dark place. Which he kind of did think a little bit. In a way that he was belittling him a little bit, but, like, he's like, you're just... This is just depression. You don't mean anything you're saying. It's not that he wanted to help him. He wanted right. him to push it down. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And just go to the pub with him again. Right. He um. just wanted to go to the pub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think it's like a slam dunk argument or anything. I no, just, I think it's an interesting way to think about the movie too. No, for sure. Yeah. I don't think there's a bad guy here. I think everyone's reacting poorly. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Besides, Eventually, Siobhan, by taking the only logical option of getting the fuck out of this situation. Yeah. I guess, but like, so what's the end result of that? Everybody, like, we just abandoned the island because it's a lost cause. Do you know what I mean? Not for everyone. For There should just be an island of miserable people. Because the island does seem to be the problem. Like, everyone on that island is miserable. women talking. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah, it's 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 like community when they decide it's the table in the in the uh, study room that is the cause of all their problems. That's what, like I feel like at some point you kind of have to start fixing the shitty island. So, but what are you saying? No, no, <laughs> I just want to know. <laughs> all right, you don't want to be on record about your opinions about women talking. No, no, no I'm, not, I'm not. I'm just saying the idea of like you're just going to leave them there to be like shitty people. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's how I felt about it. Yeah. That's all I'm saying is I'm like that's also kind of like interesting. In well, itself. you think they'd have some stuff to reflect on, I guess. Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch this movie. Oh. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I think for Patrick, it's just yeah, it's just so tragic that he's so single-mindedly into this grudge that. Colm, by the end of the movie, has multiple times been like, just fucking let's stop. And Patrick's like, no. Mm. And Siobhan's like, there is literally nothing for you on that island that is good. Mm. Come here where it's pretty nice. Mm. And he's like, no, I got to do this forever now. Mm. Um, And yeah, so it is this, you know, as she says early in the movie, when Colm is telling her that he's just dull and he should just be silent um just what the world needs another silent man just mm-hmm. like pushing everything down just suck and that's what he turns in he's just like a bitter dude you know it is it's funny because great w- commentary on the world i was gonna say what do you what do you say like just we need another silent man i was like well i guess we could use a little more well, silent that's, that's true. Yeah, like just pushing everything down i'm like right. oh yeah, yeah no that's, yes. that's the problem <laughs> just like super embittered just hardened into this like cycle of negative thought and action and yeah yeah he sucks like everyone else now maybe he wasn't that nice a guy mm. but he seemed to be a harmless presence on this island right and now he's burning people's houses down <laughs> so something's gone wrong <laughs> oh yeah does he eventually get arrested because the cops coming to arrest him but then mrs mccormick's like 
check this shit out. It's your son. He's dead. Oh, yeah, that's right. But then I assume eventually well, the I don't cop think comes that, back and is like, yeah, but you still did burn that house down. I think the cop was coming to kill him. I don't think he was coming to arrest him. Either way. But, like, I think he probably forgot at that point. And I don't, I, I don't know. I For some reason, I don't see him being arrested. I know logically I he of, should be. I kind be, of agree with you. But, yeah. like, I feel like the like after the funeral, the cop's going to be like. going to push for it or anything. Th- that's why I feel like the cops would be like, so you want me to, like, arrest him? He's gonna be like, Meh. and like they're just gonna move on, and mm-hmm. there would be like a montage of them rebuilding yeah. the house or something. It wouldn't be that surprising for Calm to be like, no, I'll say it was just like a you know, my oven fucked mm. up or something. Yeah, so I mean, it's not like he tried to put the fire out, he also could have done that. <laughs> it took a while to set up. <laughs> well, I think he, he like was pretty well aware. Yeah, he, gave, he was given a time. He could have erected roadblocks. <laughs> right. Pretty convinced he saw him setting up and was choosing to not look at him. That's a great shot when he looks in the window and the fire's coming up. And you're like, this makes no logical sense because the branches that Colin Farrell's right next to are very much in a flame. But the shot's so good of him looking through the window in on uh, Brendan Gleeson. Yeah. It's good shit. Anything else about the movie? I think, so I really liked it a lot. And like, mostly because when I left it, I was just like thinking a lot about it. And it yeah. made me feel a certain way. And I was just like spending a lot of time being like, man, who was right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I totally agree. This leaves you with a lot of questions that don't have easy answers in a good way. Yeah. Um, not in a, you know, sometimes there's ambiguity with the way a movie ends. That's just sort of frustrating to me. Yeah. You know, like I didn't understand the actual action of what was happening on screen, but this, like the, if you want to look at it on like an ethical level, somebody, it had to be someone's job to step in at some point. Right. Um, or just, you know, interpersonal relationship level. Yeah. Or just, you know, what what we owe to each other kind of level. It's really interesting. I mean, so I I, I definitely agree. If I'm going to put on my, like, whatever hat, I don't know what to call it. But, like, I see a couple of things where uh, Combe didn't set appropriate boundaries. He didn't, like, exactly explain what he was yeah. feeling, what he was thinking, Clear what he was looking for. Boundaries and Patrick clearly needs them. He also could have given Patrick like specific things as what what he's doing, but that's probably less so than the boundaries. And then as far as like when you should have intervened, like the whole community should have intervened when he was cutting his fingers off. That's like a when you institutionalize somebody. Like that's one of the a, like a literal danger to yourself. Danger right. in, in in nowadays we we would do that. So, but in the movie context, we didn't really even know boundaries were a thing other than like rocks you put around your property <laughs> and like mental health was a joke. So I don't know, but now we can look at it and say like, yeah, no, they, uh, Patrick should have respected the boundaries, but Colm could have definitely, cause he, he was fully right to say, I don't want to be friends with you anymore. Mm-hmm. And he also, you know, didn't have to chop his fingers off. He could have also left anytime he showed up. He could have never had any conversation. He could have immediately turned his back and. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, it, as, as they say early in the movie, it takes two to tango. Mm-hmm. He, he did. Mm-hmm. He wasn't completely silent treating him, no. treatment him. So 
Yeah. They did give us really weird parameters too, because it didn't really feel like there was another option for um Patrick. It was like either it's be friends like, with Cole really not or that many no people. One. That's what I like. There yeah. wasn't like a it wasn't like he could have went he to, to like do? go meet other friends. It was like, well, I guess I have no friends now. Well, yeah, right. but then it's like what if you're Colm, what is your responsibility to other people? Like, do you have to be yeah. friends with mm-hmm. someone you don't want to be friends with just because they don't have other options? Like, what is your responsibility for other people's happiness? Mm. You know? I don't know. Yeah. And he wanted Do you to have the right to tell someone they can't be in a public space with you, I guess is the counter that like, yeah, you know what I mean? You could say, right. I don't want to be friends with you. It's just like, fine, but you're in the bar and I'm going to talk at you. You can choose to respond or not. Yeah. There's one pub. There's we one all pub. come here all the time. Right. And so like, even so say he even listened to him and they're all like, he, like Holmes having a conversation. Night, Thirty people here, right? <laughs> right. Like there's four people having a conversation. Patrick jumps in, and what Colbidge? You know what I mean? You you Cole just get to like, yeah, yeah, like it just doesn't work. But logistically no. complicated. <laughs> and that's and yeah, and that's the thing. They should have been like, like you said, we say, I don't know, maybe two Tuesdays and Thursdays we can talk or whatever, <laughs> but. Yeah, I don't know if that's necessarily a prescription. It wouldn't have worked. And and that's not the point. You know, yeah. know, I don't want to get too into where his powers come from territory. But no. um I, I agree that there needs to be some it's just there, interesting because go around. I feel like a lot <laughs> yeah. of our solutions rely on our communities being so much bigger. And the question is like, what do we owe to each other when the communities are smaller? Like, yeah. should somebody in that community be designated as like, yeah, we know this person kind of sucks, but they're one of us and we kind of just, you know, like yeah. on Wednesdays mm. you go take him to do something and yeah, he's annoying, but it's clear that no one likes the cop. And the village elder is just stirring shit up. Oh my god! And that's all she's doing. She's not. She's not resolving arguments. She's not giving out sage wisdom. She's, she's just stirring the fucking pot. Watching true. the world burn. There yeah. is no one that is like the the voice of reason. Even the priest, like who should probably uh, the be there. Sucks too. Yeah, like he, he should be their mental health leader, and he's just like, well, fuck you. You're going to hell then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's igno- He's like the only one acknowledging that issue mm, but he's yeah. not doing anything about it. no he's like hey you need to see someone yeah he's saying so are you gonna do anything about it and yeah. the guy says no and he goes okay all right jesus it's what you it's like three hail marys and you know do a rosary and you're good yeah how do you do a oh, hail mary a, without any fingers that's what the beads are for <laughs> oh maybe yeah, she was the other time <laughs> He just puts it around his stump. Yeah, right. All right. So, uh, do we go to ratings? The costumes in this movie are fantastic. They weren't recognized by the Academy, but I love oh. that they were doing the actual, like, all the yeah. patterns. They They're wearing a lot of like purples and greens and it's not the kind of period stuff that you usually see. It's so freaking tactile. You just want to touch it. I, I did like really the pants. Pick it up on yeah. per- as period. So I think that's kind of a, a praise. It just fit. You know? Yes. Yeah. 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 And it's what, like tartan patterns and shit. It's, it's fucking cool. Uh, let's get into ratings. Every week we'll put the ratings from this on our letterbox. That's late to the movies on Letterboxd. Uh, it's hard to find anyone on Letterboxd. Just do your best. <laughs> and um, you can give it a scale. <sighs> well, yeah, I mean, you can give it a scale, but you can give it a rating uh, from 0.5 to 5 on any scale of your choosing as long as the scale is not stars. Uh, has anyone got one locked and loaded? I can go. There's one really obvious one. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh. 
Okay, well, I'm <laughs> we'll gonna, see. We'll see who takes it. I'm, I'm going to take it. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to give this four uh, bloody phalanges, four bloody, bloody fingers. <laughs> four bloody fingers. Yeah. I'm going to give it five distant cannonball fires out of five. <laughs> I'm going to give it four and a half tiny brown cocks out of five. <laughs> Yes. We all have to keep our brand strong. I appreciate your efforts in that area. Um, you got to put that on the letterbox. What are you, you right? going to give it? Oh, well, I'm, I'm very thrown off now. Yeah, that'll be on our letterbox. I only update the letterbox every month or so, but so that'll be in, in a tranche that I do in May. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll just do five miniature donkeys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> to every donkey in every movie. This yeah, year. good point. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for being on. Lindsay. Yay. And Robbie. <laughs> Woo. Forgot Robbie's name for a second. Jordan. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Uh, you can find us on, um, well, that letterbox I already mentioned uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podbeans, and any other podcatcher. It seems to be put everywhere, even places I've never heard of, which is a fun surprise sometimes. Um, you can also just listen in your browser. I don't know why you would, but you can go to the website, uh, late to the movies pod. Uh, dot fireside.fm. I've never plugged that before, but if for some reason you just want to have a browser window open, you can do that. Um, go to the T public page. The ladies episode will be out by this, by the time this records or this later this week, you can buy a t-shirt with the ladies logo. Um, there is a reference to Banshee's Inishir of Inishirin on that t-shirt. Go check out the design. Maybe you can find the reference. Um, that just about does it for us. So, Robbie, again, was you never wild? I was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, guys. <laughs>